welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Judy Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor and creator of Conscious Leadership and property investor living in the UK. Hi, this is Julie Hogbin, the host of the Conscious Leadership podcast and this is an episode on communication, really. Uh, I have worked with managers and leaders in business for a very, 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 very long time. And with all of the information I've given people over the years, one of the key things, and it boils down to most issues in business, most issues in life, is that people actually don't really communicate very well with each other at all. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, if at all, at times. And then when they do, they very often get it... um, inappropriately wrong. So over the years, I have worked with a lot of leaders, a lot of business people, individuals, I've coached people, and I've come across or I've sort of developed a a communication process. I mentioned it in a previous podcast, but this one I thought I'd give you far more information on each of the stages. So uh, grab a pen, write this down because this is a flow chart in reality. So grab a pen, follow through with me and write it down and then you've got it to refer to. So when we communicate to people, as I am doing to you now, all of our communication comes from an idea. We have an idea and we then want to express that idea in in a manner. Now, when you're talking about communication, what's the idea that you've had or we've had or I've had and what is it for? Is it to inform someone? Is it to influence somebody and persuade them to do something? Is it to change what they're doing? Is it just to make a statement? Is our idea to ask a question? Do we want to gather information? Are we giving information? Are we, uh, is the idea to enable people to do more, to be more? What is the idea you're having? What's the purpose of the communication that you're just about to launch into? More, the more planning we do when we communicate, the better the result will be that we, ha- we gain, that we have. So we have the idea and then we send it. And then, of course, we have to think about how do we send it? What's the medium of sending? And basically, there are two. We can either sign it or we can speak it. So again... What does this really mean? So let's go for the um, spoken first. So when we speak, it means we are using our tone. We are using the words. It is coming out of our mouth, physically coming out of our mouth. And when you think about the medium of how we do that, people have to be able to hear it. So uh, how do we do that? Are we doing it via face-to-face? And this is what we as humans crave. We crave the face-to-face visual aspect of, of communication because we can see all three parts of the communication. So we see the face, 
We see the features, we see the body language, we hear the tone, and we also hear the words. It's what we crave as humans. I'm going to come on to this when we get onto the signed bit in a moment. So we speak it. So think about how do we do that? Do we do it face to face? Are we doing it over the phone? Are we doing it over a Zoom? Are we doing it over a Skype? The more we can give people the three aspects, the better our communication will be, the more they will pick up from it. And in a lot of respects, the more we have to be, I'm going to say, careful around how we do that. So park that one for a moment and come across to signed. Now, this is where things can go horribly wrong and I can go horribly wrong on both, but more often if it's going to go horribly wrong, it will go horribly wrong on signed. Um, so thinking about signed, what do I mean by signed? I mean it is not with verbal tones and intonation and it has words, but they're not physically spoken. When I say signed, I'm talking about things that are body language messages. That's one. And then the second one is where people just get the words, but without the rest. So things like emails, texts, um, messages. Uh, How else do we sign? Anything that's written, basically. So, you know, if we if we write a book, we're signing our message. So it's in in the written format. Now. When you think about this and you think about the avalanche of emails we get in this world, uh, this is March 2019. I don't know when you're going to be listening to this podcast and things change. So as much as you're listening to a podcast, you can't physically see me. You can get the words and you can get the sound. So you'll you'll hear the emphasis on what I'm saying, but you're not physically seeing me and the behaviours that are coming with my words. Now, When we sign things and if it's written format and emails, text messages, how do we sign that? Now, in the olden days, we would have sent a letter and we'd have done the dear salutation at the end and we'd have signed it off yours sincerely at the bottom and there'd have been a whole raft of information in the the middle and it would have been indented and capitalised with the nice commas and the full stops and the parentheses and it would have had paragraphed and it would have had a gap in the middle and it would have been written in a professional business-like way. Now, we only have so much time and some people say the world has sped up. Whether that's true or not, it's a whole other thing, but we sort of get hooked into this cycle of everything's got to become immediate and the immediacy of immediacy of things so we'd have sent a letter we'd have waited a week for it to get there we'd have waited a week to get it back so we'd have probably had a two-week gap in our communications within our business within our life Um, and that's with the glory of the postal system that we have so now we send an email we send a text we send a message we expect an immediate response and we are short-circuiting the amount of words we use. You know, text speak, people are tech are shortening the words, they're abbreviating the words. So you get these messages up that say if you can read this type thing, um, means you're in the top one percent or whatever it is, which are all a bit daft, but hey ho. Um so we're short circuiting things. Now because we're hardwired to 
want the three things, as in the visual, the vocal and the words, when you receive um, an email, how many of you, or a message, however that is, how many of you are putting the intonation and the visual aspect of the person that sent you the message onto the message? How many of you have had a written communication over a period of time with people and then you physically meet them or you physically hear them and your instant internal response is, that's not what I expected them to look like. That's not what they should sound like. So for all of you that are listening to me now, you're adding a visual aspect of what you think I look like. So do that right now. What do you think I look like? Describe me to you now. And I've got a cold, so my voice is a little bit um, croaky today. But I thought this was important enough to speak through that. And actually, they may, that may affect what you think I look like. Create a vision of me in your head. How old do you think I am? What colour hair have I got? How tall am I? Am I sitting down or am I standing up? Am I smiling? Am I miserable? What's my energy like? Create the picture. Okay, that's probably long enough. So I'm now going to tell you, I'm five foot ten. I have green eyes. I have, what length's my hair? Sort of shoulder length blonde hair. I am slightly overweight. You can tell that I don't like that in my voice, but I'm um, shifting it. I am relatively healthy. I have a cold, but apart from that, I don't have any issues. My energy levels are high. Someone described me last night as being Teflon coated on vibrational energy. So I'm a high vibrational energy individual. And age? 60. Did that fit? The mental picture you had of me, there's a question mark after that. So what we do is we create assumptions about what we think others look like. I'll talk about that on another podcast. Now, what we do, we are hardwired as individuals to, if we get part of a message, we make the rest up. We close the circle. There's a, there's a theory behind all this, which I'll talk about again on another podcast. Um, episode, but we close the circle, we make the circle complete, we do it unconsciously, we have to be very clear to ourselves why we are doing what we're doing. So if we get a piece of information, we make the rest up and it's quite often where gossip starts, it's quite often where um, stories are started. Now, when we send an email, so we're signing the message, are we underlining it putting it in bold, capitalising it, doing odd words in red or blue? Do we have a picture? I received an email once from somebody in a business scenario and it had clouds um, on the back of the email, but it was from a business and I knew it wasn't the business, um, what do you call it, the business brand. The business brand was not clouds on the back of an email And it was a professional individual within this organisation that was sending it. Now, 
the perception of that to me, and I knew them well, was what were that what message were they trying to deliver? It was very different to the brand that they actually worked for. So again, think about what this means for for you and your people. I also did. Um, it was with a group of directors of a big. Um, yeah, it was a big organisation actually, and there were fifteen directors and the chief exec in the room. And I had been told, and I had learned that one of the directors, this organisation, had rebranded two years before, and I knew one of those directors was still using the old branded notepaper um, logos, headings, all of that sort of stuff on his business cards and everything because he didn't like the new brand. Now, I knew that had happened. The chief exec didn't know it. So again, there was a massive communication failure within this organisation. I facilitated the discussion for it to come out so something could be done about it. But the signage, if you think about that as a disconnect within the organisation, was huge. So what have we done so far? We have had an idea, we've sent it, we've spoken it or we've signed it and we've talked a little bit about um, those those, um, stages of this flowchart. What then happens is that people receive the message and this is again, where do they receive it? How do they receive it? Are they receiving it at the right time? Are they receiving it in a manner where actually, and this is the next stage, they can hear the message? So there's a difference between receiving it and hearing it. Receive it and sort of, yeah, hearing it. Receiving it is, yeah, they've taken it on, they've seen it, they may have heard it, but it's at a very low level of receipt. When you hear it, when you truly hear it, it means you've actively listened. Again, I will do another podcast on on the different levels of listening because we don't all actively listen. We don't. When you actively listen, you're tired. If you're actively listening to this podcast, you are suspending all thought of anything else that you may be doing. Uh, Active listening is tiring. Your concentration when you actively listen wears you out. So when you hear something, you are actively listening to it and for everything that comes with it. If you actively listen, and this again is the next stage of our communication process, it is understood. Now, as us delivering the message, are people understanding what we are saying? Are people understanding the message that we are delivering? Did we do enough planning at the beginning of our communication that allows people to understand it? Have we used the right words, the right tone, the right speed, the right pitch, the intonations in our voice? allow them to understand it. If we're delivering a serious message, are we delivering it in a serious way? If we are delivering a fun message, are we delivering it with a lightness of tone? Are we passively expressing ourselves? Are we aggressively expressing ourselves? Are we assertively expressing ourselves? Again, I'll do a podcast on all of these different things because it's vital for our communication to be understood. Are we allowing 
the other person to ask us questions because to create understanding, people need to feel safe and secure. It's the core level of motivation to ask questions, to be safe to ask questions. Now, something I learned, um, again, a few years ago, um, as a trainer, as a facilitator, as a coach, as a mentor, I would very often use the phrase, have you understood? Now, I learned a while ago that when you use that as a phrase, it puts the onus on the other person to say, no, I haven't understood. Now, if you think about that, If somebody is less confident in themselves, most people are probably not going to say, no, I haven't understood because it would put the onus on them, which then potentially, um, by them not understanding, they would perceive that they're saying, I'm stupid. I don't understand, therefore, it must be me. So what I say now, and again, there's a big learning in this for people, um, there was a huge learning in it for me, What I now say is, have I explained that well enough? It allows people to say no. It then creates, um, I don't know what the right phrase of saying this is, so this is where perhaps I've not planned this bit as well as I could have. By them saying no, by me saying have I explained it well enough and them saying no, it allows them to retain a level of safety, a level of security, a level of them believing they're not the problem. It allows them to believe that I'm the problem, that I haven't done it well enough. Now, I'm adult enough, I'm educated enough, I'm intelligent enough, I'm confident enough to go, that's fine. If I haven't explained it well enough, I can accept that feedback and do something different. Only when they understand it, can they then in reality truly, truly agree to it? Because if they don't understand it, what are they agreeing to? If they agree to it, and you come up with the plan on on how they're going to, um, on the final stages, they agree to it, you want whatever your piece of information that you're sharing to be acted on. And that is a communication process. So let me sort of reiterate. You have an idea. You send it. When you send it, you sign it or you speak it. Remember, we're hardwired for the spoken version with the visual. So the more we can do of that, the better off we will be in this high-tech, fast-changing world where everything is expected a, a response within seconds. Be patient. They receive it or it is received. It is heard, and I mean truly heard, active listening. It's understood because they have felt able to ask you questions. It's agreed to. And if we've done it right, we should get the action. Well, if we've done it right, we'll get the action that is required, whether that be in business, whether that be in life, wherever that be. So there is a podcast on a process of communication that will get you a better result. And again, any questions, if you want to talk to me about this, please contact me. Yeah, lots of experience of getting it wrong. Lots of experience of getting it right. Lots of experience of having the same 
idea with the same person, but having the conversation in a different way. Because we all take in and we all communicate from our values, from our belief system. My language to you now may not sit comfortably with you. It may not fit your value and your belief system because it's coming from mine. Now, I am, fingers crossed, experienced enough to be able to mould and meld and adjust and adapt so that if I'm face to face with you, we would have a really good conversation because my language can change to meet your values and belief systems to get to the action. So again, if anybody wants to have a conversation with me, please contact me. Um, I'm on Twitter, I'm on podcast, I'm on Facebook, I'm on LinkedIn. Communicate with me however you like. I'll find you somewhere, you'll find me somewhere. What I'm going to say at the end of this, um, this episode, go out there, take action, do something that gets you further towards your dream, whatever that might be. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.